love leaves a mark. I was, um, we babysitted Mitchell. I don't know if that's the right word to say. Because it's not babysitting it when it's yours. I was told that a long time ago. And, um, but he was, he was sick. He wasn't feeling good. And he probably gave Papa what I got. And if I could take it from him, I would have. And, um, but, um, we were, um, he likes to, he likes to, when he gets sleepy, he likes to ride. So I put him in his stroller and I walked for about an hour with him. He was sleeping. And I was just talking to the Lord. And those are some of my precious times um, to get along with the Lord. So most of the time it's on my tractor. And, um, but just taking that opportunity just to be with the Lord. And, and I just began to pray and began to walk. And I walked up and down the road with him for about an hour. He's sleeping and me preaching and talking to Jesus. And the thought come as I was meditating on love leaves a mark. And I had mentioned this to Angie uh, last week or week before. I don't know who's was talking about um, the young people and the youth and my days as a youth minister and all of that. And one of the messages that really stand out to me after 31 years of ministry, and you say, wow, just one. Yeah, um, but um, I remember one night standing right on the other side of that wall asking the young people, what would it take to get you out of here? What would it take? What would it take to make you quit this youth group? And as I meditated on that, walking Mitchell up and down the road, the Lord asked me, Rodney, you remember preaching that message? And we talked about it, and I did, and I do. And he asked me, and I want to ask you the question, do you have an unmovable love? What would it take for you to throw in the towel and to say it just ain't worth it I've tried I've done this I've done that didn't work what would it take how strong is your commitment how strong is your commitment to this house can I offend you easy and you walk away? Can somebody else stand at this desk and say something that you don't agree with? And I know I've done that on probably several occasions. And I said this the other week because we don't, you know, you get up here, you're preaching and you're going and you can't explain every detail. We'd be here all day if we did. You can't explain what your heart is really saying. And that's why I tell y'all, read between the lines, please. 
because I know I say stuff and I leave stuff hanging. And, you know, Debbie used to rem- remind me and Katie reminds me. And, and um, you know, well, you just didn't finish that, Dad. You know, you kind of left us. We ain't sure really how you felt about that. Well, let me tell you how I felt. And she'll ask me and I'll tell her, this is my heart behind that. Well, that makes a lot more sense than the way you left us hanging. And that happens. That happens in preaching. Okay? But is that enough to walk out that door and leave the family? When it doesn't work out like you wanted it to, is that enough to leave the family? Is that enough to look at God and say, God, that ain't what we talked about. That ain't what we decided on. And really, God, you changed your mind. And he said, no, I didn't change my mind. My mind's always been, Rodney. But is it going to move you? Is your disappointment going to move you? You going to quit? You going to throw in the towel? And boy, when I was pushing Mitchell, and there was sometimes I got to pushing Mitchell, he thought I was going to wake him up because I was rolling down the road. I was I was on a roll. We was moving. He brought me back to the garden. And the scripture says, Father, if it's your will, I'll do this. If it's your will, I'll do this. But if it's not, and what did he say there? First point is he denied himself. He said, but nevertheless, it ain't about me. It's about you. It's about the kingdom. It's not about what I think. It's not about what I got to go through. Nevertheless, when's the last time you denied yourself? When's the last time as Lila would say now she's nervous as Lila would tell me sometimes get over it Felicia (laughs) she's so sweet she does it in a joking way I'm just kidding but when's the last time you looked in the mirror and said get over it it's not worth losing your family it's not worth losing your kingdom the kingdom it's not worth weigh out the consequences and sometimes there's stuff that you're just going to have to swallow. Amen? Amen. Swallow and move on. It's a crude illustration, but I promise you, you'll get it.
You won't leave here like Buck and be confused about what I said. <laughs> but we raised cows growing up. I still raise cows. It's in my blood. I'm going to do it till I die. Or until Katie sells them. <laughs> but I told him the other day, I said, I'm going to be like Duncan's daddy at 93 years old. I'm still going to be raising cows. And right, Paula. I do too. I probably won't be able to do that. But we raised cows, and my daddy had a way of illustrating like Jesus did with parables. <laughs> and he said, son, you see that pile right there? I said, yes, sir. He said, that's kind of what you're dealing with. He said, if you'll leave it alone, it'll dry up in the rain or wash it away. But if you keep sticking that stick in it and stirring it, it's going to keep stinking. <laughs> and the best thing you can do is get your stick out of it. Leave it alone. It'll dry up and it'll go away just the way God intended it. Sometimes, you won't forget that illustration, will you? <laughs> Tell them, Cole. That's down home stuff, ain't it? Cole's back this morning. Good to see you, buddy. He denied himself. He denied himself. It's not about me. This ain't my church. He denied himself. Second of all, an unmovable love. An unmovable love. You can't, you, you, you ain't going to get me. I'm not quitting. I'm not, I'm, I'm not giving in. Care what you do. Sit in my pew. I'll move to another one. Oh, God, Jesus. Not here. That's some other churches. But is that not a true statement? Huh? Come on. Don't be sanctified in here this morning. Yeah, it's a true statement. That's happened right up there before. Yeah. Walk right back out to church. Where are you going? They in my pew. I ain't staying. They in my chair. All right. Second of all, he was determined. I got to go. He was determined to have a faith and to have a love that was unmovable. I love this scripture. Now when he was approaching the time, now when the time was approaching for him to be taken up to heaven, he was determined to go to Jerusalem to fulfill his purpose. He knew what awaited him in Jerusalem. He knew the cross was there. He knew the agony was there. He knew the denial was there. He knew all the stuff was there. But the next scripture says he, I, I didn't give you the scripture, but Isaiah said, he set his face like flint. Because he was determined to get Jerusalem. He was determined to fulfill the purpose that he was born for. He was sent here to die. He was sent here to cover the sins of mine and yours. And he was determined. He denied himself. And he was determined 
to set his face and to go to Jerusalem. I love that. When the time was approaching, he, did, he was determined to go. What's your determination level? What's it going to take? What's it going to take? Oh, just let that happen one more time and I'm out of here. Well, there wasn't much to it to start with. Did I say that? Man, I don't want to be like that. I walked in Mitchell. I was just talking to God. I started singing. I started singing. I have decided to follow Jesus. No turning back. No turning back. Though none go with me, I still will follow. No turning back. No turning back. The cross before me, world behind me. No turning back. The Bible says, it ain't fit to grab the plow and turn around and look back. You can't plow with one hand. R real plowing. I ain't talking about some of y'all's got them nice ones. You just walk alongside it and it just does. No, I'm talking about grabbing hold to the plow stocks. And that old mule in front of you and that old ox in front of you and you're just plowing along that way real men did it. And the Bible says that you're not fit for the kingdom when you turn and you let loose of the plow and you turn and you look back. No, you got to stay determined. And in that, it's hard. It ain't easy plowing sometimes. You know? And you got to hold to it. And sometimes you got to grip yourself. Sometimes you got to dig in deep. Sometimes you got to deny yourself and you can't turn it loose. Because if you turn it loose, you're going to make a mess of things. And I'm challenging you today to have an unmovable love. Daddy, in your marriage, in the way you're treating your wife, in the way you're loving your wife at home, and I'm not talking about the way you love her here, okay? I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about at home. The way you treat her. Are you good to her? Are, are, are you denying yourself? Are you plowing through the hard times? Or are you ready to turn the plow loose and just say it ain't worth it? It's easy. You can get one. The sign says you can get a divorce for $450. That's all you got to do. No, it costs a lot more than that. It costs a lot more than that. A lot more. Don't turn it loose, Daddy. Don't turn it loose, Granddaddy. Mitchell's counting on you. Mitchell's counting on you, granddaddy. Don't turn it loose. Susie's counting on you, granddaddy. Don't turn it loose. Jonathan just passed out. <laughs> Jonathan said Mitchell's doing his very best to be an only child. Mm. 
But if Papa keeps pushing him, <laughs> he'll make it. He denied himself. He was determined. Last of all, he delivered. And I'm planning on delivering. I'm not going to quit. You may run me off from around here. That's okay. But I'm not going to quit. Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith, who, for the joy that was set before him, endured the cross, despising the shame, and has sat down at the right hand of the throne of God. He denied himself. He was determined to finish the course that God had put in his life, the plan that he had for him. He finished it. And now he's delivered. He's at the right hand of the Father. The next verse says, For consider him who endured such hostility for sinners against himself, lest you become weary and discouraged in your soul. Hebrews 12, 3. Yeah, that went with that. Okay, next verse. I'm sorry. I was moving on, Lisa. I'm sorry. Who is he who condemns? It is Christ who died, and furthermore, it is also risen. Who is even at the right hand of God, who also makes intercessions for us? He delivered. He fulfilled the promise. He fulfilled the plan. He continued, and now he's still given back. Amen. As Miss Jean would say, He's sitting there talking to the Father about me. Yeah. Where you at? Where you at? Ready to quit? Things just didn't work out like you thought they should? You done everything you know to do. And it didn't work. In this life. It didn't work out the way you thought it would. The way you wanted it to. What do I do, Brother Rodney? I don't want to quit. What do I do? What do I do? Because I'm ready to throw in the towel. Ready to throw in the towel on my marriage. Ready to throw in the towel on church. Ready to throw in the towel on God. Everything I've asked for. Everything I've lived for. I just don't have no hope. I just don't have no confidence no more. The enemies, you know, and you say, who are you preaching to, brother? I'm preaching to a lot of us. You may not be ready to quit. But I'm telling you, the enemies, the enemies having a heyday on you. And you're discouraged. I know you don't. I know you're not quitters around here. I know that. But I know you're discouraged. I get discouraged. So what do I do? What do I do? He will. He will renew your strength. And in due season, if you don't faint, you'll reap. In due season. In due season. Sometimes seasons are long. Okay? I understand. Believe me, I understand. I ain't preaching you something I don't know. I know it. But it ain't about me. It's about Him. It's not about what I want. It's about what He wants. See, at seven years old, I walked down the aisle of Fairview Baptist Church 
And I said, not my will, Lord, but your will. Because I accept you as my Lord and Savior. And I give you my life. And my life belongs to you. It's not mine. You gave it to me. And you gave me a free will. But I give it back to you. And I'm going to serve you all my days. And I'm determined. I'm determined to finish well. I'm determined. And I want to stand before him one day. And I want to hear him say, good and faithful servant. I want to hear him say, you weren't perfect by no means. I didn't expect you to be. But you did well. We're all going to stand before him one day. Do you have an unmovable love? Are you in like Flint? Husbands, wives, we always preach to the husbands. Wife, where you at? Where you at? You stood before God one day, and I'm not trying to be condemning. I just want you to not give up easy. Okay, I'm not trying to guilt you, none of that. I just don't want you to quit. Wait on the Lord. Start remembering the things. Start remembering why you fell in love. Husband, when's the last time you took her out on a date? When's the last time you whined and dined her? Well, y'all, y'all don't even tell me. I don't hear it. I don't hear it. You want the fire back in it? I'll let you figure out the rest of that. But whatever started the fire, do it again. Whatever attracted to you, you to her, or her, you, you to him. Whatever, you do it. You rekindle. The grass ain't green on the other side of the fence. I guarantee you there's weeds in it. And just like there's crap on this side of the fence, there's crap on that side of the fence. Quit worrying about the fence. I don't know why I'm on this. Because I sure wasn't planning on this at all. But I'm telling you, it ain't, I mean, it ain't coming out of my mouth because God, because it's just talk. It's in my heart and spirit, big time. And somebody in here this morning might be on the verge of giving up and quitting. Your children need you. I'm not trying to guilt you. And some, you may be in a situation that's, I'm not saying that. There's, there's, the Bible gives reasons to quitting, okay? I'm not, I'm not against that. I'm not saying that, okay? Debbie Mitchell was divorced. Okay, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not, don't play that card, read between the lines. Okay, read between the lines, hear my heart. 
I'm for you 100%. I'm not here to condemn you about divorce or whatever. But I'm telling you, fight. Do your best. You might have to deny yourself. But do your best. Give your best. If it don't work out, you gave your best. Okay? Be determined. Yeah. And wait on the Lord. He will show up. It may not work out like you want to. Believe me, I understand. But He'll come through. And He'll sustain you through it all. And you can sing that old song, through it all, I've learned to trust in Jesus. I've learned to depend on Him. Yeah. Father, I love you. And I thank you for loving me in the midst of all my junk, in the midst of turning and walking away when I was 18 years old. You were so good to me. You protected me through so much junk. And you visited me on that mountain in Tennessee because you're good. And your love is unmovable. It marked me. And God, give me that kind of love for you. If they tar and feather me and run me out of this town, God, I want to stand before you one day and say he never left me. He never gave up on me. He never gave, you never gave up on me, Rodney. You trusted me and you believed me. Yeah. Let that be said of you. I'm not quitting. You're not going to make me mad. You're not going to offend me. That I leave my family and I leave. I'm just, I'm just, I'm just here. You can count on it, Brother Rodney. I've got an unmovable love. If you're here this morning and you don't know about this kind of love, don't leave without talking to me. I'm not a pressure person. I don't pressure people. But I'm going to tell you, I can tell you about a God that'll save your soul. I can tell you about a God that'll change your world. And as we talked about this week at the PBR, unless the Holy Spirit draws you, it don't do no good for Rodney to draw you. If I'm the one doing the drawing, you're lost as a ball in high weeds. But if the Spirit's drawing you this morning, you won't walk out this door without finding out about this man called Jesus. So we're not a pressure church, but it's available. May not have a what the world calls an invitation, but I'm giving you an invitation to come meet the man called Jesus. Amen. Amen. Father, give us a great day. Thank you for great worship. Thank you for this house. It's good to be home. Thank you for everyone that's here. Those watching by Facebook, bless them in Jesus' name. All of our out west people and up north people. I love those people and I thank you. Thank you for a great week in Jesus' name.